Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to another sparkling edition of the Thoughts Police with Matt Kelly, uh, the founder, as he's now called, of the New European, yep. uh, and me, Mike Graham. Now, um, I have to tell you that today is supposed to be a big day uh, in the uh, the life of the Tory government under Boris Johnson, because today is supposed to be the day uh, where there's a cabinet reshuffle. Um, and yep. there's a couple of things I want to mention about this. One, Casey Perrier, who used to work for Theresa May, who's a good friend of mine, yeah. she wrote a piece in the Sunday Times the other week about why she thought it was a good idea to job share in the Cabinet, because her view is of the world that there's not enough good women politicians at the moment in the Cabinet. Right. And the problem that he might have is that if he kicks a couple of women out, yeah. he then is faced with putting women in who might just be being put in because they're women, yeah, yeah. because he's getting told by Carrie Simmons, you know, yeah. his girlfriend... Yeah, maybe he should just put Carrie in and be well, done with it. Well, why doesn't he just make Carrie the Chancellor of the Exchequer? Yeah. She seems to be calling quite a few of the shots. And you might remember that way back at the beginning, and you had to end up agreeing with me, when I said to you... I did. ...taking this young woman into Downing Street with him for the first time, yeah. having a girlfriend in there since 1922, is a bad idea. Yeah. And do you so think, what do you think? Do you think he should marry her? Well, I think he should make marry an her. honest woman. Well, of I think her. I think I mean, be a lot easier to make an honest woman of her than to make an honest man well, of him. Well, I mean, as people have said to me, I don't think Boris cares whether he's married to her or not. I mean, right. It's not necessarily going to change his behaviour. However, <laughs> the point is, is that there's something slightly wrong, in my view. You might say I'm very old-fashioned here. Slightly wrong in having a girlfriend. Yeah. In Downing Street, it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't look right. Yeah. I mean, you know, what if he breaks up with her, gets another girlfriend? You know, my girlfriend. <laughs> you know, she's my girlfriend. You know, if he just keeps coming in, from he's, the you clubs. know, turns up with some, some bird Tinder from the date. Ministry of Sound. Some you know, Tinder date. Yeah, she's my girlfriend. What do you think I should do about the old uh, HS2? Yeah, yeah, I think you should keep it, man. Yeah. Great. Okay, <laughs> let's do that then. I mean, that's you know, I know that she's you know, people say to me, oh, but she's a very committed conservative. You know, she's yeah. been with the party a long time. She was in the press office. Yeah. She was out campaigning for Zach Goldsmith. A lot of good that did him. Yeah. You know, but I'm sorry. You know, yeah. she's just his but girlfriend. I, th- I mean, I think it should be if she is genuinely chipping in about you know what. Well, she's what bound she, to be, isn't she? Yeah, but it should be completely verboten. I mean, that. she's obviously driving his love of extinction rebellion and all things eco plankery. Yeah. About saving. Does the he planet. love extin- extinction well, rebellion? Well, I mean, he's giving them airtime. He's he's yeah. giving them you know the oxygen publicity. He's holding a climate conference. Yeah. With he's sitting there with Sir David Attenborough, which is going to be apparently that's going to be the most uh, foreign presidents and prime ministers in that ever on British soil. Really? Yeah. 
Blimey, and they're going to Glasgow as well, aren't they? I know. What oh, a so. waste of everybody's time. I know. It really is. And then he's got this whole kind of, you know, uh, he's a, he's all he's all about animal rights, which is her other big thing. Yeah. You know, and she, she was very good on, on early, early release and the whole War Boys thing, and we know about yeah. that, and that's good. But nevertheless... I, You've you know, got to... I mean, I can sympathise with him a little bit because you do have to... You, for domestic harmony, you've got to swing behind the... Uh, the views and opinions of your loved ones. Well, yeah, to a not degree. really, though. I mean, not when you're the Prime Minister, really. I mean, if you are running a company, right, and your wife decides that she wants to be, you know, the best uh, well-paid advisor on the company board, yeah. you can't just appoint her. No. Because people will go, hang a second, what, yeah. what gives you the right to give her a job? The yeah. same that not like um, not like being like an old man with a with a bunch of kids that you could just sort of hand out massive parts of the business to. Is what it? you mean, like the royal family? Like Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> well, listen, I don't think you should go there because that's very <laughs> because unfair. Because he pays your bills. Well, he does, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to criticise Rupert Murdoch. No, no, there's no, no point in me pretending that I ever would because no. I think he's a magnificent character. No, nor would I. For and the I think he's sake given more. He's given, I'll tell you what, he's employed more journalists than you yeah. ever have. At the New European. Well, that's for sure. You know, <laughs> how many of you employed now? Two. Two. Yeah, there you go. He's got quite a long yeah. way to go. Yeah. No, the point is, is that, you know, if you run a company that way, that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's your company to run in any way you want. Yeah. But if you were, say, for example, the, I don't know, chairman of, uh, what do you, well, let's think of a, of a, of a company. GlaxoSmithKline. GlaxoSmithKline. Yeah. And you go, well, my wife's, you know, wife's quite good at, uh, on. she's quite, she goes to boots all the time <laughs> and, uh, you know, not in any way denigrating women here, yeah. but you know, she 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 knows her onions when it comes to you know yeah. paracetamol. Yeah. Can we not bring her in and put her on on the board? They'd go get lost. Yeah, you know, if she want, if, if she's got a degree in pharmacology and you know she's worked for you know yeah. Pfizer, bring her yeah. in. Yeah, but not just because she's your missus. <laughs> you know, I've come up with this great plan. Uh, here's what we're going to do in the future. We're going to expand in Asia. We're going to yeah. you know cut back a little bit in South America. Yeah, why are we doing that? Well, because my wife and I were talking at dinner yeah. last night and we thought that's the way to and go. And she fancies a few weeks well, in Bangkok. Well, this is how Downing Street's being run, yeah. as far as I can tell. So are you saying that down the nation is now being run by Carrie Simmons? I think so, yeah. Right. I think so. It's a sort of Harry and Meghan situation. I don't yeah. wish to get too uh, yeah. bogged down in the details. Yeah. But, you know, Prince Harry has been completely mesmerised by this woman. Yes. Right, and we all know why. And yeah. similarly, because, he, because he loves her? No, that's right. not it. Oh, she really? has made him dependent upon her. Really? Right, well, because she's convinced of... him that only she can make him happy. Right. She's convinced him that he needs therapy. What, through hypnosis or something? Well, or... I don't think it's hypnosis, no. <laughs> I think it's another method, right? <laughs> and I think similar things are going on inside number 10. Yeah. Where, you know, this woman has basically bewitched him. Yeah. So and... are you on Dominic Cummings' side in this one? I he's, he's not elected either. No, but it's his job to advise the government, right? right. That's his job. Right. He's a government advisor. Now, yeah. you might not like the fact he's not elected, Yeah. but, you know, that's his job. But Boris Johnson... What's her of, job? Well, part of Boris What's Johnson's job? appeal to, for Carrie Simmons, I assume, is that she is, like, an incredibly intelligent and politically savvy young woman. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that she can start dictating how the country's run. No, but he it? may be interested in, in you know, yeah, he must ask thousands of people what they think and then ignore them. So she might as well be on the queue as well. Yeah, but he's not ignoring her, that's my mm. point. You know, remember when Hillary Clinton said back in the day, uh, when Bill was running for president first time, and I covered yeah. the, the, the thing, and she said, you know, 
the great thing about me is you get two for the price of one. <laughs> and everybody went, well, that's all right, darling. We don't want you, actually. Have you had a bog off? Yeah, get lost. <laughs> yeah. You know, we do not want two for the price of one. Yeah. Then she decided it would be a great idea to revolutionise the American healthcare system. Yeah, that's right. right? And he let her have And a he crack. gave it to her just to shut her up and so that he could get out on the old yeah. Friday night and get up to whatever he wanted to get up yeah. to. Because yeah. that's how it all works, right? Yes. And uh, it all went horribly wrong. And With people Monica. thought, actually... That's not what we voted for. We voted for Bill Clinton. We didn't vote for Bill and Hillary. So maybe if she wasn't so obsessed with fixing the American health system, yeah. Monica Lewinsky wouldn't have got well, a chance. to be honest, I think yeah, Bill was always going to get himself into trouble in that yes. area because that's the kind of guy he is. How has he become this extraordinarily grand statesman all of a sudden? Do you know sudden? what I mean, the word is? I mean, he's a sleazy is? bastard, doesn't Do you know he? what the word is? Go on. Foundation. Foundation? Just start yourself a foundation. Right. And that way... You can never do anything wrong. Really? I went to see Bill Clinton in Glasgow, right? Yeah. Um, at the behest of a friend of mine, my wealthy friend in Glasgow, who bought a table uh, at a function that he was speaking at. Yeah. 500 quid a pop. Wow. For the, for the people just to sit at the table. What, right? per person? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not 500 quid a table. Right. He made something like 250,000 quid for that Good appearance alone. God. For his foundation. foundation. Tony Blair's got one. Gordon Brown's yeah. got one. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Barack Obama's got one. Yeah. Bill Gates has got one, but actually yeah. the Bill Gates Foundation Spends does do great things, money. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see the Clinton Foundation doing anything other than yeah. basically keeping Bill and Hillary Clinton in the style to which they'd like to become accustomed, mm. you know. Yeah. It's, and, I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a great... Uh, but the guy, you know, I mean, people, like, go, oh, Bill, he's amazing, he looks like, you know, when he's talking to you, it's like you're the only it person is. I mean, in he the does have that, that talent. He yeah. has that talent that all great yeah. sort of leaders have. Yeah. He's amazing. I've interviewed him once standing up in, in at the back of yeah. the Ritz when he won the nomination right. in New York, and I got about I'd literally ten minutes with him. Yeah. Made it two-part series in the Sunday Express. Yeah. It was yeah. tremendous, you know. Yeah. Um... And he, he is exactly that guy. Yeah. Just in the, you know, I just stood in front of him and waited for him to come with the Secret Service and just literally stopped him. Yeah. And they couldn't get round me. Right. Because it was that busy, you know. Um, and he was. He was staring into my eyes. He's quite tall. Yeah. You know, and he's very charismatic. Yeah. That's why women love him. Yeah. You know. And Tony Blair had the same ability, the same quality. Yeah. Boris probably is the same. I don't know if Boris is the same, but I, I mean... Imagine, well, I've seen Boris up front and... and you know, he, he's definitely got a charisma. He knows how to work the room, Yeah, isn't he? for sure. And he's funny as well. You get away yeah. with murder if you're funny. Yeah, exactly you know, right. Almost literally. But so here's the thing. You know, I'm not at all happy with, um, you know, this kind of, you know, package deal. Yeah. Where you get... And everybody said to me, when I was talking about this on the radio the other day, well, what about Theresa May's husband? You yeah. know, he was Philip, obviously, yeah. you know, a guy that she listened to. What about, you know, Dennis Thatcher? Yeah. Who was not only being... Sherry uh, Blair. Well, Sherry Blair. Yeah. You know, these were all people who profited quite handsomely from yes. their partners being the Prime Minister. Yeah. I get all that, but somehow it just doesn't feel right. Because they're not married. Because she's his girlfriend. And not for very long either, No, that, so I'm not it's worried... Only, it's when... only, what, last year when we yeah. were talking about them fighting in... Yeah, uh, in that's right, that's right. And I said then, you know, yeah. if this is a volatile relationship because he spilled yeah. some red wine, what's going to happen? In, what's going to be going on in Downing Street? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it turns out, actually, don't worry about the spillages of the red wine. She's now running the Treasury. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just don't That's think it's right. to keep them happy. What about, talking of uh, foundations, right, what about old Harry and Meghan? We haven't spoken about them yet. No. Uh, they did a big speech, didn't JP they, JP Morgan. Yeah. Now, JP Morgan, you'll like this, right, being a bit of a closet lefty. Yeah. JP closet Morgan about my is a merchant bank. Yes. Okay? They've been criticised uh, for some of the practices that they were involved in, which you might describe as sharp. Yeah. Money laundering. Yes. Um, a little bit of uh, tax evasion. 
um, you know, certainly um, activities that you wouldn't think... Financial skullduggery. Financial skullduggery of the highest order, yeah. like all Wall Street companies have yeah. done. I'm not singling them out. Yeah. It's hardly the um, no. sort of place to go, not only to receive in excess of what we're now told yeah. is about 700,000 quid, but also to make a speech about how you've been in therapy for seven yeah. years. I can't believe it's what Diana would have wanted. Well... I can't believe, a lot of people can't believe, that he's now actually making money off of her legacy. Yeah. He's now actually talking about his mother yeah. and making hundreds of thousands of pounds. Yeah, it does. That's it, pretty honestly, shocking, isn't it? Just, I mean, it, you don't want to say it because, it fe- you, know, you know, at the end of the day, the guy is... Or, I do you know, want to say it. He lost his mum. Yeah, I know, but something in you... Some, well, I'll speak for myself. Right. Something in me wants to give him the benefit mm. of the doubt, but that does just look like grubby kind of money Not grubby. only that, they fly from Vancouver to Florida yeah. in the J.P. Morgan private jet. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's going on. to end horribly, this, isn't it? Isn't it? It really isn't good. I mean, I think divorce is going to be a good outcome for yes. him. It might be worse. Yeah. You know, God knows what will happen. Well, at least then we'll get him back. Yeah. You know? But he seems like he's really messed up. Oh, he has. You know. Seemingly now fully bought into this idea, yeah. though, that he's damaged. Yes. And I've got And once you people... believe that, then you are. Yeah. Well, you know. everything, you can have prime excuse for everything. Yeah. You know, what did you do that for? Oh, yeah. so I'm damaged. You yeah. know, I'm really, you know, my mental health is in yeah. jeopardy. Yeah. I mean, I've got loads of, over the course of the last few days, loads of people genuinely suffering whose parents died when they were young. Yeah. You know, whose parents died in a car crash, yeah, yeah. who have nothing, yeah. who are not multi-millionaires, who no. are not um, protected by, yeah. you know, the royal family's, you know, very good protection. Yeah. And they go, what's this guy all about? Yeah. I've got a friend who's been through the most awful mm. thing recently yeah. and uh, went for a long walk with him the other day and he's just got to the point where he's saying, you know, I just about see a crack of light where I can just wow. about envisage that yeah. one day it might not be desperate. Yeah. But, what he's been through, none of us would want no. to go through. And for most people who go through awful stuff, yeah, they don't really want to talk about it to no. an audience of millions. The they only thing I would know. say is it is possible. I mean, I remember. Do you remember them all trooping behind her coffin? Yeah, and and they walked about a bloody mile and a half through central yeah. London. And he was, what, about eight or nine or yeah, ten he, or something like that? You know, somebody pointed this out to me the other day. William was only three or four years older than him. Yeah. Why is he not affected? Well, I know, but, I mean, whether... You know, well, maybe he is. I don't know, but whether or not, you know, one was and one wasn't. But that was an awful, horrendous thing to put a little boy through. Maybe you got to look at, you know, the Duke of Edinburgh, yeah, right, who presumably was intrinsic in saying, right, come on, stiff up a lips, yeah, you yeah. know, right, everybody march on. Yeah, his father, yeah, you know, at some, if that was your son, wouldn't you say? There's just no way I am going to force my kids to walk yeah, through London behind their mother's coffin. But I think that's the whole dichotomy of the royal family, that yeah. you and I and ordinary people yeah. can't quite gather what that's all about. No. But the royal family, for good or bad, whether it's intrinsically not good for all of their mental state, yeah. have always operated like that. Yeah. You know, the Queen has probably, I'm sure, had to sit on that bloody horse... <laughs> side saddle, you know, when she hasn't been feeling great, yeah. you know, but she does it because that's her job. Yeah. In the same way that, that I suppose they would have said to, to themselves and to the kids, this is what we do. Yeah. This is a national day of mourning. Mm. You need to be there. Yeah. I mean... Well, there's being there, but then there's, like, I mean, 
following the coffin like that. Since yeah, Jim I mean, I, you know what? That I could don't give know. you P- that, that, This is my point. That kind of thing could give you PTSD. Could it? I think so. That you could never quite. I mean, it could damage you. See, I think it's overused that PTSD thing. Well, I, mean, I you know, think it is a thing. You could suffer from grief. You could suffer yeah, yeah, from for sure a depression. Yeah. I mean, I think PTSD should be reserved for people who have actually been in violent situations. Yeah, surely. but that, well, I think the point about it is it's post-traumatic stress disorder, yeah. right? So anything that causes you real trauma... But this is part of the problem, isn't it? Because that's not real trauma. I mean, what? real trauma's getting shot at, isn't it, by well, somebody? Well, I don't know. Your mother getting mangled up in a car in Paris and, you you know, well, and I'm sure that's probably old. helped uh, when he hears this podcast, your description <laughs> of how his mother died mangled well, up I mean, in a car. No secrets, is it? No, that's true. Mm. I think the point is, is there comes a time when you have to take it on the chin. And it's yeah. all very well to look for reasons why life is crap. Do you think you that know? people like... People who are well off and have got a load of money and have got everything they want, mm. should they never suffer from depression? No, I don't think they shouldn't ever suffer from depression, but I think that um, they have a lot, a lot of responsibility. People like him, in positions of privilege, which yeah. is what he is, yeah. and what he was born into, and as tragic as it was when his mother died, yeah. he was still a very privileged young man, yeah. and he lived a life of great privilege, and he didn't ever have to worry about anything at all. And also... And I think if you're... You can be depressed about yeah. the death of your mother, yeah. but you're not still then thinking, how the hell am I going to get through the rest of my life? Because but if he was, he's kept, he's managed to keep it to himself oh, right up until the moment he met Megan. There's a funny thing. Yeah. Well, now suddenly she's convinced him that she's he's damaged like, goods. You've got to be in touch with your feelings, yeah, darling. Yeah, I mean, he claims he's been seeing a therapist for seven years, Yeah. right? Yeah. That means he was seeing a therapist, by my reckoning, when he was, you know, hanging about with a lot of strippers in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Now... I don't know what he told the therapist. Yeah. But he looked like he was quite happy then. Yeah. And I know it's not that simple. <laughs> I know that you can't assume that everyone who's happy yeah. is happy because they're wealthy or yeah. because they've got a nice life. But certainly it's true to say, and this is another Kelvin saying, you know, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it buys you an awful lot of nice places to go to be miserable in. Yeah. You know, which is true. Because I can guarantee you, if I'm sitting on the, the rooftop bar uh, of the Abu Dhabi, you know, Hyatt Regency, um, I'm a lot less depressed than if I'm sitting in a basement yeah. um, picking, you know, the the, the 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 eyes out of the potatoes for the shop upstairs that's selling chips, <laughs> right? I'm pretty you sure. You said that almost as though you had some experience of that. Well, I was trying. To, well, I mean, I have experience of picking. I used to when I worked for the bakery. The, my first job was in this very cold basement, picking the green shoots out of the strawberries. Really? And if you have never seen what happens to your fingernails when you have your Ugh. fingers in strawberry juice, yeah. they're just constantly red. They're the thing. It's those kind of jobs where you've got to do a tiny thing yeah. thousands of times. Yeah. You know, like peeling prawns. Yeah. Like who the hell can get your head around the fact that you're going to have to peel 3,000 prawns today? Or most. Yeah, why would you do that, though? I don't know, to earn Who a crust. Who peels prawns? Somebody does. Where? Is there a machine to do it, maybe? Well, I don't know. What, are you talking about, like, the things that you've got, the frozen prawns that you buy? Yeah, but you like a little bag of prawns, right? Or a bag full of yeah. small prawns. Yeah. Like, they don't come like that. No. Someone's peeled them. They're usually cooked as well, aren't they? Yeah. So maybe well, the... cooking them's easy maybe... enough. Do you think it falls off when you maybe cook it? it could, maybe it falls off. I bet mm. you there's some kind of a prawn... Um, dispenser yeah that you put the prawns through yes and, and by the time it's it, gone through because i mean it dispenses them we were talking about the ikea program the other day right there are <laughs> some very interesting stuns then kills well them. maybe yeah but there's some very weird um devices that you can find in these yeah. like food factories there's, yeah. a, there's a weird program that i've occasionally seen and to be honest i'd rather watch this stuff than most drama yeah 
There's a there's a there's a show that does things like they go to the biscuit factory. Yes, you see how biscuits with are made. that Greg uh, what's his face Greg Wallace. That's him, yeah. And if it wasn't for the fact and that it's actually that, quite interesting. Yeah, but I can't watch it because it's Why? Greg bloody Wallace. Well, you don't like him. Well, because he's just too enthusiastic. Yeah, he never but, you stops know, going, wow, look at that, it's the yeah. most amazing biscuit I've ever seen. Wow, yeah. man, you make two billion no, no. biscuits, well, oh, blimey. Billion. But what I'm saying is that they have these amazing machines yeah. which do all sorts well, of, of stuff. Of course they do. You know, so I imagine there will also be machines that peel yeah. shrimp, Well, I, wouldn't there? Well, no. Now, I do actually have some knowledge of shrimps. Because yeah. I used to go... Uh, I used to work on Southport Fairgrounds, okay. like Pleasure Land. You've told us about the collecting of the uh, the, the coins that used That's to fall right, out of people's yeah. pockets. So, yeah. yeah, so all the money falling right. out the back of the waltz and you used to get a colander and right. sieve it out, <laughs> sieve out the sand at the end of the night. But early morning, mm. occasionally, we'd go out with the shrimpers, some yeah. of whom also worked on the fairgrounds, right. and they go out, Southport Beach goes on forever, yes. right? And it, very, very shallow. And they go out in tractors with these extendable arms. Oh, yeah. And the I've arms those, yeah. sort of net all these yeah, shrimps. Right. You bring them back and then you boil them. Right. But then you've got to let them cool down and then you peel them. Oh, really? And you peel them by hand. And a shrimp is the size of your, you know, yeah. thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing Pain I used to ass. find that was the worst was doing that sort of job in really cold weather. Because yeah, oh if God, you were in the yeah. bakery, which was sort of across the, across the way, yeah. that was obviously quite warm yeah. because of the, the, the ovens. But this was kind of the storage place, right? Yeah. So it was just lines and lines of fridges, lines and lines of shelves, and you'd stand literally on this cold floor. Yeah. And I had a big white coat, which was way too big for me because I was quite <laughs> a small kid when I was 14. Yeah. And these red, just red hands from this, from this picking <laughs> the strawberries. And it was just box after box after box after box. Yeah. So and I'd do it for about five hours. Would six you eat hours. strawberries while you were doing it? No, because it was too cold. Yeah. You just never fancied it. Yeah. You know, I'd occasionally go in and get a cup of tea. I used to work in QuickSave, mm. right, and uh, in Formby. And right. I remember going for the interview, right, and I had this interview. Yeah, the interview. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the interview with the store manager right. and the head checkout person, right. right? And I obviously did really well at the interview. And at the end of it, they said, um, so we'll give you training and we'll provide you with a knife, right? And a I knife. said, bloody hell, how rough does it get in right. here? Right, and they all start laughing. Yeah, I mean, because the, the, you had to open all the boxes with oh, a Stanley knife, yeah, right? Yeah. But we so every time it was lunchtime, right. you we used to get go and get whatever you wanted for lunch, like some ham mm. or whatever, cheese or so whatever. You make your own, and you'd slash it with the knife, right. and then you'd take it into the damaged goods thing and say, oh, yeah. say it was opened, it was slashed open right. with your knife while you were opening the box, right? And that was your free lunch. You oh, said. Okay. yeah, for, so but everybody knew. If you that, ever got though. caught, that you get fired. Everyone was in on that, presumably. Everyone was in on it. Do you know the most amazing thing about QuickSafe mm. in those days, right? The checkout girls, yeah, and they were, I say that because they were all women, yeah, knew the price of everything, right? Nothing had labels or stickers on yeah. it, and they didn't have any barcode scanners right. in those days. They Isn't knew the price of everything. And every week they had to do a test where someone would put together a full trolley, right? And they had to get it within, you know, 10 pence right. or something like that. Otherwise, they'd have to do it again right. and retrain. But they knew the price of everything. Wow. Right? I mean, what a skill. That is a great and skill. And they were earning, you know, 60 but now, p an hour. You go, you go to a supermarket now, you can't even get them to give you the change that you know that you, no. you have to give you yeah. before they put it into the machine. That's right. You know. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But I haven't really had any bad shopping experiences recently to tell you about. Have you not? No. I'll tell you what I do want to talk to you about, though, because yeah. you know how we like our scientific conversations. Yes. Um, I haven't got. An update for you on the tree, by the way, this week. I've got my fear. Is Has I it not get... blown away? Well, I think it might have got blown away. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's a chance that it did get blown well, away. Well, I'm staggered that it's new found root system. Well, you know, the winds, winds were very strong. You know, <laughs> ripped it right out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to check on it next week. Right? Yeah. However, um, have you seen this mission to the sun? I know, amazing. This is it? great, right? Amazing. They're now going to... I mean, it reminds me of the old joke that you can't tell anymore, but it was about the, uh, the, the Irishman. Yeah. Um, the Irish space programme, right? So I think I can tell it on here, because if anybody's listening, you yeah. please don't be offended. It's yeah. not meant to be offensive. Yeah. And uh, but. but the Irish Space Agency <laughs> launches this big press conference, and um, everyone turns up, and they give this huge spiel about, you know, we're going to be the first people in space to go to the surface of the sun. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so finally they get the first question, and the hand goes up and says, excuse me, um, can you please tell us how you're going to get to a place which is so hot that you'll literally melt before you get anywhere near it? And he goes, no problem. He says, we're going at night. <laughs> and I mean, I saw all I can think about when I saw this, this NASA stroke yeah. European Space Agency, yeah. you know, kind of combined operation. Yeah. It's fantastic. But there's loads of British science on it, isn't it? But it's here's like, the bit that I, I find absolutely mind-boggling. Because I was talking to this expert who's really good. Lovely guy, works for some astronomynow.com organisation, right? Yeah. Greg Smy Rumsby, his name is. Oh. He said to me, even as we speak, we are travelling around the sun yeah. at 170,000 kilometres yeah. an hour. Yeah. 170,000 kilometres an hour. Of course we are, mate. Well, you say that. Yeah. But I, I literally can't, I can't fathom it. I well, can't every, take it in. Every uh, time I have a birthday, I just put on Facebook, I say, I have now completed my 50th orbit of the sun. <laughs> And, and because that is what it is, is. That that's what, it what is? a year is, is yeah. an orbit of the sun. Christ. And so, I, you know, I'm 50 going... years old, I've been around the sun 50 well, times. If you're travelling 170,000 kilometres yeah. an hour, yeah. how far is that? A long way. Hey, it's well, a, quite a long way joking. away, the sun. You're not joking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, you see... It's not, not like going to Coventry. But do you not find... Well, who wants to go to Coventry? Even Ikea <laughs> and believing, you know... Um, but, no, of course it's mind-boggling, yeah. yeah and then you, you think about... Because I'm looking out behind you, right, yeah. where we're sitting, and yeah. I'm looking at the, the, the London sort of, you know, landscape. Yeah. And the clouds are moving, Yeah. but nothing else is. Well, that's because we've got this thing called an atmosphere. Oh, yes. And we've also got... But they're not moving very quickly. No, but that's they, the clouds move in correlation to the, ter, to the movement of the Earth. Right. They don't so, always move the same way, though. No, of course. Well, they do actually. They all, all. I mean, the weather systems come in the same way, and that's based on the movement of I'll the. I'll tell earth. you what was interesting at the weekend when I came up during a big rainstorm. You could actually see where the rain was. Yeah, yeah. Which is something normally yeah. you only see like in the Caribbean. Yeah. Or somewhere where there's yeah, a lot of see, you know, yeah. like you a great, coming, like a yeah, shower curtain. Where you can see it rain. coming towards yeah. you. You know. Do you know the most fascinating thing about that sun mission hmm. is that the heat protection on it is so good. That some of the instruments have actually got heaters inside yeah. as yeah. they get closer to yeah, they, because it's so effective. Do you know what this guy told me? Go on. As well as all the titanium that they've got up there. So this is one for uh, Joaquin Phoenix again. Yeah. It turns out that they've also got 
um, a huge um, sort of collection of cow's bones, right? Which have been somehow used as a, a sort of a, I presume, some kind of a, a an adhesive, <laughs> right? Because you know, <laughs> it's true, right? Do you not remember during the CJD what is days? This like a Flintstone satellite. Wait, <laughs> give me the cow bones. <laughs> no, but apparently, because if you remember the CJD days, right? Yeah. When somebody did, I remember this because we did the express. You had to do, we had to do a big spread on all the things that involve. Um, you Cowbones. know, byproducts of, yeah. of, of cattle, yeah. which you wouldn't expect, like gelatin. Gelatin, yeah. Right? Which is a fairly obvious one, but there's loads yeah. of others. Yeah. And because I remember it as well, because Paul Crosby, who's now in PR, yeah. is the consumer affairs correspondent, he got it all completely fucking wrong, right? <laughs> so <laughs> all these companies started threatening to sue the Express because they're like, our stuff doesn't have cow bones in it. <laughs> You know, they've done, they've done that. Like yeah. What you'd expect them to do, right? Big picture with all yeah. of the stuff. I remember someone put Bovril in one, yeah. didn't they? And it's not, it's OXO. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, this thing was riddled with errors, right? It was yeah. absolutely hopeless. Um, and I think they had to settle with about five different companies. Oh, my God. But there is some kind yeah. of quality, some kind of adhesive glue-type quality. Yeah. Would well, you remember even, you go back to Animal Farm, you know, they had to take the horse to the glue factory because they would melt yeah. down the bones and that's somehow true. make glue. Yeah. So I think... Because of the uh, specific nature of this sun, the heat of the sun, yeah. they're using cow bones. It's amazing. It's, it's staggering. So, I mean, it literally goes from the Flintstones to, to yeah. you know... To the sun. The future. To infinity and beyond. But to the future. I find it fascinating. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing that always just freaks me out yeah. and makes me feel like not to worry about anything, right? Mm. So we are this star, right? We're, we're orbiting this star. Right. And we... Our star is a relatively small sized star, and it's like two. You mean the sun? Yeah, the yeah. sun, and it's about two thirds out of the Milky Way, right? On one of those spirals yeah. of the Milky Way, right? And within the Milky Way, there are something like a hundred billion of our yeah. suns, yeah. Right? Just and that is like just solar in systems, our galaxy, yeah. Yeah. right? That's in our yeah. galaxy, and then there's like a hundred billion Milky Ways yeah. out there. Yeah, and so the idea that we are of some importance yeah. just strikes yeah. me as absolute well, lunacy. Do you, remember, do you remember the closing um, sort of episode? Well, not episode. The closing sequence of the first Men in Black movie. I don't. I've do never seen not? it. No. Have you not? No. Oh, you've got to see the Men in Black. Yeah. This is tremendous. Right. Um, right at the end, um, there's a sort of a they find this thing which is called the galaxy, which is on Orion's belt. Right. And it turns out it's not actually Orion's belt. It's on the cat. Uh, it's called Orion, and, oh, it, and right. it's the, the neck. It's the you know the choke choker that goes the around collar, the cat. Yeah. The collar, there you go. Yeah. Um, and there's this thing hanging off it, and when you look into it, it looks just like an actual Milky Way. Ah. And when they finally get it back for the aliens, they then this big hand comes down. Yeah. And it's actually just a marble, in the hand of this <laughs> higher being. Right? Oh, I see. Which then becomes a bag of marbles, which then and they ah. just keep pulling out and out and out and out and out until they've yeah. got this massive, huge, yeah. ridiculously. Yeah expansive universe yeah and that's what we are and why not why, I mean who knows how mad it is out there I'm sure it's not a bloke with a bag of marbles but I mean it could be I something well, as insane I mean, as that it could be anything couldn't yeah. it yeah do you believe in an afterlife no no, no. so you think it's just like I you've think got your life and then it's gone yeah I think so if that's the case I'd though, be more likely to, to believe in reincarnation of some kind actually I mean, I have friends who are yeah. Buddhists and Hindus who, yeah. who believe in all that. Well, I think that's encompassed by the phrase afterlife. Is it? Well, something after I thought. After I thought death. afterlife was only... Like heaven or something like that. Was, yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah, well, but certainly... you, so do you think that there's once you die, there might be something else? No, I don't, I don't really. No, I said no. I'd be more likely to believe yeah. that your spirit could live on in another being. Right. 
but that's would not really enough. Would you know that? Life. Yeah, but you couldn't. Obviously, you couldn't never, know. In no, which case, wouldn't. it's pointless anyway. But I mean, I, f- I find it very difficult to take anybody seriously who believes in heaven and hell. Do you? Yeah. I definitely think I hell is... Do. I don't believe in it at all, don't no. You? No. I mean, it's really... It's tough, because I'm a Catholic. Well, so right? am I. And so you get all this ingrained yeah. stuff in you. But then, you know, yeah, if so you look my... at it with any common sense, you sort of say, that must be bollocks. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, but then... You, we've just discussed two minutes ago about the fact that it could easily be a bloke with a big bag of marbles. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, I think that was more of a, an artistic kind of, uh, you know, permutation of what people Who thought. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, the idea that you somehow appear at the old pearly gates yeah. and some guy opens the door. What, like one of those cartoons in the yeah. Nationals when someone and somebody dies? somebody goes, what's makes your name? A crack, crack oh, hang on, joke. let's just check what you've got. <laughs> yeah. and, and then even more hilariously, there's a sort of devil yeah. down there with a big load of fire. Yeah. And, a, and a trident, yeah. you know, poking people. Yeah. I just don't, I can't see it. And no. I find it really amazing that there are sensible people out there who actually believe in all that. Well, that's right. Well, I mean, you know, if you take the popes, right, the popes are like very intelligent, yeah. learned men. Right. And they believe in it more than anyone. Yeah, well, they've got a good reason to believe in it because it keeps their them in business yeah. and they keep having a very nice life. Thank you yeah. very much indeed. I mean, you know, they're a bit like the royal family popes, aren't they? They don't yeah. have to do anything. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You Except the royal... a balcony every now and again, waving They never at a few million shack, people. and the royal family never stopped shacking. Well, you say that, but yeah. actually, I think there would be evidence I could point you to, which might suggest otherwise. Oh, really? What on the Pope's front? Well, I mean, I think if you went all the way back to oh, the sort God, of days yeah, of the Borgias, the Borgias I don't think yeah. uh, I yeah. don't think they were all that pure. No. And I mean, as for the old Nazi. Um, what's his face? Bennett, he wasn't a Nazi. He was. He, he was, was a, in the Hitler Youth. He was in the Hitler Youth. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, but you got everyone was. You didn't have any choice. No. <laughs> everyone no, was not in the Hitler you. Youth. No, everyone, everyone was, else. No, everyone was not in the Hitler Youth. Okay. No, everyone was conscri- towards the end of the war. I think everyone was thrown in. Otherwise, it, well, it was, he was quite an enthusiastic member of it, though, wasn't was he? Was he? Yeah, I think so. Where did you get so that I'm from? Sure I read that somewhere. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Why are you defending him? Well, I'm just. Not I'm only, just trying to. Not only was he in the Hitler Youth, he also yeah. covered up a massive amount of sexual. Yes. Um, now, well, that is, you know proclivities that should not have been going on. That is more to the Ratzinger, point. Ratzinger, everything. Yeah, that? Joseph Ratzinger. That was one of the more bizarre pieces of news footage I've ever seen was his helicopter flying him away from the Vatican. Do you remember? Yes, that's right. To I found the that Castle almost, Gandolfo. I found it almost called. as kind of mesmerising as uh, the O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Um, and like Nick, Nixon going away in Marine yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, but it was so weird. Yeah. That he suddenly just disappeared. It's like a puff of smoke. Yeah. And you don't hear from him now. I don't think he didn't disappear into a puff of smoke. What are you talking about? Well, no, but it felt like he, he was flew off in a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, he just was suddenly um, one day he was there, yeah. the next minute he's gone. And all he's the sound, and the sound, by the way, was that of rotor blades. <laughs> I knew you'd get that in. <laughs> well, even the papal helicopter had white smoke coming out of it. But yeah. the point is, is he's now gone. Yeah, and he, well, he lives in the sort of summer palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still very well looked after. So the thing that pisses, I think I might have mentioned this before. Mm. But the thing that really pisses me off yeah. about the Catholic Church yeah. is that it can't be more. There must be more than one thing. Well, this is the main thing: is how do you justify preaching about you know Christ living amongst the poor yeah. and you know all of this stuff about the need of the world and all of that? Yeah. And you got a bloody Michelangelo statue at the at the entrance of your gilded church. In, in the prime, most expensive part of, of any European capital, you know, mm. and you've got all of this wealth and every church has got a gold chalice and silver plate and yeah. all of that. Sell the bloody lot of it yeah. and give it away. Mm. Be missionaries. You know, I'd have a lot more respect for, for priests Yeah, why and for do they church. need all the riches? Why do they need and it? And also, the Vatican yeah. is like a massive organisation. It's not, oh, you know... It's got a Pope. bank. 
Here's no, the, the Pope and a few other people. The Vatican Bank. thousands yeah, of them. Yeah, and they're all... T- they, the Vatican Bank was famously tangled up in the Mafia, do you remember? It was, when the guy ended up hanging himself Off down... Uh, or well, whether he hanged himself well, he or was, whether he was... Uh, Robert, Cal- Roberto Calvi. Calvi, yeah. God's banker. Yeah, God's banker. You Very dodgy business. Off, My yeah. daughter went to the Vatican, right? She yeah. went, decided to go to Rome. Went to the Vatican and she wandered about. And she said, uh, you know, you know what she's like. She kind of came yeah. out apparently, and <laughs> she said, I saw this guy. He was quite a handsome-looking guy. He was dressed in the whole, you know, the Vatican soldiers outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd managed to walk all the Swiss way through. Guards. Swiss, Swiss guards. Swiss guards. Yeah. She'd managed to walk all the way through without finding the Sistine Chapel, right? <laughs> and he said, uh, she goes, uh, excuse me, where's the Sistine Chapel? He's like, it's back in there where you just come from. <laughs> I didn't see it. I'm like, didn't you notice everybody was looking up? You know, at the ceiling. No. So she's actually now been to the Vatican, but not seen not the roof see of the, the Sistine, Sistine Chapel. Chapel. That's fabulous. Brilliant, isn't it? That I is haven't fun. even been. I've been. And I'm I've seen sure. Sistine I'm Chapel. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm the sure. most amazing? amazing thing is the tombs of the popes that you can... I think mm. you can probably still go. Right. But you can walk past all of the right. tombs Did where they're all laid Did it give you a sense of Catholicism when you were there then? Um, Did it make mm. you feel in any way different no not at all it just made me feel like i mean they've got rooms full of raphael paintings yeah. and all of these masterpieces right. Leonardo, leonardo da vinci's yeah. and all of this and you just think what is all this right. wealth about yeah, yeah. how can you talk to anybody about the poor and be surrounded by yeah. all of this extraordinary wealth and also they're all they treat people like slaves don't they? yeah because they've all got the equivalent of that woman from father ted yes. walking around making the tea <laughs> You know, go on, go on, go on. I mean, when I saw Father Ted, every priest I ever was an altar boy for had one of those housekeepers. They look exactly like that. No, that's right. And all they do is make tea. That's right. And it was all, and they were almost always Irish. Yeah. Um, and they just used to walk around with trays of of hot tea. Yeah. You know. Because I was told you I was put off by the guy who was the priest, the parish priest in Hampstead. Um, because he chucked a, a tramp out of the church one day. Really? And said, get the hell out, don't outrageous. ever come back. And I, thought to, I was about 14, I thought to myself, yeah. well, it's not very holy. Well, that's he's exactly a, what know, I mean. He's a, he's a homeless guy, called, we used to call him tramps in those days. Yeah. And he tossed off, he was wearing like three coats, he had a couple yeah. of bags with him, and he'd yeah. come to the church looking for something, yeah. probably money, yeah. and they chucked him out. That's terrible. It was awful. So yeah, that, was that, the end of my, that was the end of me. You know that uh, Les Miserables? Yeah. That opening scene where I'm, I'm not a fan of musicals. I'm no, but I really there's something about that musical I really like. Really? But there's a lot of people love it. I yeah. just can't watch him. But the guy, uh, what's his name, John Van something or other, no, no. right? The hero of it, Van he, Damme. John Van Damme. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> That's it. He goes. Uh, he goes into a church, right? right? And he's welcomed in by the priest mm. who feeds him and he says, "Stay the night." And he's right. really down on his luck yeah, and he's yeah. like sort of prisoner on probation and all of that. And he, uh, he he sees in the nighttime this sort of like load of plate, silver plate yeah. stuff and all of that. And he's so tempted, he steals the silver plate, right? right? And he runs and he goes out of the church and he, the priest and these nuns wake up and he's gone and so is all the, right. the stuff, right? A few hours later, he's dragged back in by two policemen who've caught him right. and have recognised all of this right. expensive oh, I stuff. I think I know this bit, right? yeah. And uh, they say, we've got the thief, right? right? And they throw him on the floor. And the priest looks at him and says, ah, oh, my son, you've taken all of this, but in your haste to, to get away, you forgot the best things mm. and produces two more 
silver candlesticks right. and says, here, take these as well. And says to the soldier, says, oh, no, 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 I gave it all to him, you know. And said, thank oh, you so on your way. Go. And he lets him go. Right. And he says, right, you know, take this as a sign and be let this change yeah. your life. And I think as as schmaltzy and as corny as all that right. is, that is precisely is what the church should do. Then? Eh? Why is it called Les Miserables then? Well, it's after the novel by Victor Hugo. Yeah, I know, but doesn't yeah. that start off with a kind of good ending? Well, they were all pretty miserable by yeah, the end. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we know what we haven't done. We haven't looked at the old email uh, scenario. Oh, yeah. Have you, should we not check I should that? mention, by the way, Before... we used to, there used to be a sub-editor on the Liverpool Echo we uh, we worked with called Les Palmer. But oh, yeah. He was always very dour, so his office nickname was Les Miserables. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Right. Okay. Let's, so let's so, do let's do one. Pick the best one. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. So uh, okay. So this is from a guy called Ian Hannay. Oh yeah. Thank you, Ian. And he sent us a Rod Little article actually from the Spectator. Oh, we like Rod. The insanity of terrorism. I which keep is... trying to get him on. You know, keep trying to get yeah, him on something. Well, He's not an easy guy to pin down. So Ian writes to uh, to thoughtpolicepod at gmail dot com. Yes. Dear Mike and Matt, I listened to your podcast today, being annoyed as ever by Matt's metropolitan liberal indecisive waffle. <laughs> Mike, you have the right attitude with your plan to take these guys, This is these are the Muslim oh, uh, yeah. terrorists, yes. and incarcerate them in a remote and fairly Spartan place. Not totally Spartan, just no, fairly Spartan. No, just a little Spartan, bit Spartan, yeah. To rot out their time. Well, a lot of people have started to adopt this idea, you know. Yeah. It's not as wildly out of the uh, the, the kilter as you would imagine. Yeah, so Rod Little's plan, he says, read Rod Little's plan, which is even better. Yeah. And I haven't read it, so I'm not sure what it is, but we'll get to it. I've copied the article, blah, 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 as I know that Matt would find it almost impossible to read anything from such a source. Well, that's not true, actually. Well, that's not I true, like you're reading Rod Little. Rod Little's, aren't you? I am, and I, and I like, I disagree with a lot of what he says, but I respect his right to say it. But this I, is... This I like is, the, you know, the outburst. This is why people like this particular podcast, because yeah. we do disagree on quite a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'll tell you what we haven't mentioned as well, just before we go, is the old Philip Schofield situation. Oh, yeah. What do you make of that? I couldn't give a toss. I mean, let me get, well, let me clarify. Yeah. I, well, one, I couldn't give a toss about whether Philip Schofield's gay right. or not. right nor whether anyone's gay or not. Mm. But I couldn't give a toss about Philip Schofield. I just find him completely odious and yeah. a non-entity. I yeah. don't like the guy at all. Yeah, I mean, loads of people seem to be coming out and saying he's such a great guy, he's so brave. I wish they stopped using the word brave oh, for a start. Come you know? on. I mean, the thing yeah. is, I'm exactly the same as you. When it happened last week, I thought, well, why is this even a story? Yeah. The only story I'm interested in is why he decided to come out and say it. Yeah. And that's the story, to me. And I when thought, we find yeah. out what that story is... someone put the arm on him, yeah. It'll, he's denied that, of yeah. course, yeah. which he would do. Yeah. Um... And I just think there must be something more to it. Yeah. And I don't know what that will be, but I'm sure that in time we will discover what it is. I just can't stand the guy. I think yeah. he's the most smarmy man on he's TV. He's very smarmy. And underneath that smarminess, I suspect there is quite a nasty streak of, of kind of of nasty Well, I've certainly person. met people from the same business as him who don't like who him. have not described him in yeah. words that I can use on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. And I think you and I were both at, right. at the same party when that was said. Well, listen, on that note... What we can say to the readers, the listeners, is see you next Tuesday. And we can say that. Um, and we will, in <laughs> we fact, will see you next see Tuesday. You next He's Tuesday. right. He's absolutely right. Again, Matt <laughs> Kelly and Mike Graham, we are the Thought Police. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>
you can be depressed about yeah. the death of your mother, yeah. but you're not still then thinking, how the hell am I going to get through the rest of my life? Because but if he was, he's kept, he's managed to keep it to himself oh, right up until the moment he met Megan. There's a funny thing. Yeah. Well, now suddenly she's convinced him that she's he's damaged like, goods. You got to be in touch with your feelings. Yeah. Darling. I mean, he claims he's been seeing a therapist for seven years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That means he was seeing a therapist, by my reckoning, when he was, you know, hanging about with a lot of strippers in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Now. I don't know what he told the therapist, yeah. but he looked like he was quite happy then. Yeah. And I know it's not that simple. <laughs> I know that you can't assume that everyone who's happy yeah. is happy because they're wealthy or yeah. because they've got a nice life. But certainly it's true to say, and this is another Kelvin saying, you know, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it buys you an awful lot of nice places to go to be miserable in. Yeah. You know, which is true. <laughs> One of the more bizarre pieces of news footage I've ever seen was his helicopter flying him away from the Vatican. Do you remember? Yes, that's right. To I found the that Castle almost, Gandolfo. I found it almost as kind of mesmerising as uh, the O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Um, like Chase. Nixon going away in Marine yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, but it was so weird. Yeah. That he suddenly just disappeared into like a puff of smoke. Yeah. And you don't hear from him now. I don't think he didn't disappear into a puff of smoke. What are you talking about? Well, no, but it felt like he, he was flew off in a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, he just was suddenly um, one day he was there, yeah. the next minute he's gone. And all he's the sound, and the sound, by the way, was that of rotor blades. <laughs> I knew you'd get that in. <laughs> now I do actually have some knowledge of shrimps. He wasn't a Nazi. He was. He, he was, was a, in the Hitler Youth. He was in but Hitler. He, oh, yeah, okay, but, sorry. No, but you got everyone was. You didn't have any I choice. Wasn't. No. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.